Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you listen to this, this is our Once More We're Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing Season 5, Episode 11, Triangle. Oh. This episode first aired January 9th, 2001. Written by Jane Espenson. Espenson. I will get that right one day. <laughs> one day. One day. And directed by Christopher Hilber. Hibbler. <laughs> None from two on that one. Mm-hmm. Over to you, Eddie. This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through, and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Yes, you're trying to convince me. So was this the, the run of three you're talking about, or four episodes? Uh, no, that's that was the the previous three episodes. Pre- yeah, so this, this one was the a one little better, a little, little more goofy. Uh, is this like the goofy episode of the season that they often do with like Xander or something? Is that, or have we passed that one already? What do, you, what do you mean? You know, each season has been that goofy episode with oh, Xander. Oh, it's like a Xander-centric yeah, episode. But, but no, no, we've already had the Xander-centric episode. But more the goofy one, goofy sort of episode. Yeah, we had a goofy What Z- was that one? That was the one where he had a doppelganger. Remember he oh, had that was this two, season? Yeah, that okay, was this right, season. Okay, right, all right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did that one already, yep. Uh, this season, it, it, started, it starts off really well. Mm-hmm. And then you get this three-episode run... Joyce being sick, it's the snaky wakey ceiling turd snot monster from outer space. <laughs> and then Riley, time sensitive ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that this this episode is just a really nice breather episode. Okay, right. Yeah, I guess it is, yeah. Like you've just Just time to have some fun. Have a bit of fun episode. Yeah, is that like what it you've is? had these very, very Everything's sort of dark and dreary yeah. and yeah. And these weird monster things. Yeah, it goes to some very dark places. Those yeah, it does. Yeah, definitely. Episodes. Definitely in a dark area, those uh, yeah. past three episodes. This one was a little more upbeat. With Back to your terrible, goofiness. Terrible monster design, but these very, very deep, um, dark kind of themes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Glad we're through it. Yes. Um, and what better way to throw in sort of a breather episode is to bring in the old stable trope in Buffy, the spell going awry. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, yes, and they, they normally do the spell. Like, I, I actually don't mind the spell going awry trope. It actually makes for – it has made for some extremely entertaining episodes of <laughs> Buffy, <laughs> to be honest. True that, yeah. Um, and some the, some of the best episodes of Buffy are the, the spells gone awry. Hmm. <laughs> um, I don't think this one's up there as well, – not when you've got episodes like Doppelgangland and Band Candy yeah. in the mix. Um, and that's just two – there's many, many, many more. Um, yeah, so the only thing I don't really like about this episode is that they actually play off Buffy's grief over Riley as a bit of a joke. Yeah, she just starts sort of bursting into tears and it's sort of played for laughs, which yeah. it just really overdoes it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I found that a little distracting. This, yeah, this very un-Buffy-like crying that she mm, yeah. was doing. But, you know, you also get a bit more character development for Anya and you kind of see that she's been kind of building these relationships with Willow and Giles and not just Xander and... Um, Spike also has some really good scene-stealing moments in this episode as per normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Did you want to... All right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I could see you giving me that look. All right. Let's uh, do the 
summary and we'll get back to it. Xander and Anya discuss Buffy's luck with men while at the same time Buffy protects a young nun from a vampire. Later, Buffy trains with Giles and discusses his plans to ask the Watchers Council for help with glory. Giles leaves the shop in the hands of Anya who starts fighting with Willow. At home, Dawn tries to comfort Buffy after Riley's departure. Spike rehearses a conversation with Buffy on a mannequin but ends up fighting with it instead. At the magic box, Anya and Willow argue over using magic and accidentally release a giant troll causing destruction. Xander runs into Spike at the bronze and the two discuss their respective women troubles. The troll, Olaf, shows up at the bronze and is soon revealed that he used to date Anya and that turning him into a troll is what earned her the job of a vengeance demon. Buffy and Spike team up to fight Olaf but are unsuccessful and the troll causes significant damage to the bronze. Willow and Anya address their underlying fears as they head back to the magic shop to find a spell to stop Olaf. Olaf shows up and tries to force Xander to pick between Willow and Anya. Buffy arrives and they have time to regroup and defeat the troll. Giles returns with no new information, but Dawn overhears them talking about her. The end. Yes, the overhearing part of a conversation. Yes, you're, you're jumping to a conclusion. Favorite trope. Uh, I think that's a lot of people's non-favorite trope. Yeah, I should say you're non. I was being sarcastic. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're being sarcastic. I was being sarcastic, saying right. it's your favorite trope. Uh, yeah. All right. So, where do you want to go off this, city? Um, I don't even know where to start. Uh maybe I'll start with the treating Buffy's grief as a joke. Yeah. Because that's the one thing that really does irk me about this episode. Yeah, which she just completely breaks down and starts bawling her eyes out. Was but she talking to, um, not Willow, uh, the, girl, the Tara. Tara, yeah. And she's a bit sort of not, uh, put off by not really knowing how to deal with this situation. Like, oh, okay. When yeah. she, she starts talking about um, Anya and... and um, Santa's relationship, and that sort of sends into a spin. Yeah, so it almost comes across as like a little bit PST, um, what do you call it? Uh, PTSD. Yes, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Where because of how her breakup occurred Mm. um, and she was so oblivious to what's going on and she's just being gaslit by everyone. Like, like, well, she got gaslit by Xander pretty much saying, you know, how did you not see this? Like, mm, yeah. it was right in front of everyone's face, except it actually wasn't. <laughs> uh, so now she just thinks all those little things are actually bigger problems than what okay, they actually yeah. are. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so every little thing she thinks is a tremor that's going to start a big yeah. earthquake. that Because she didn't spot it the first time. Every little thing's in a, a, a giant... A huge disaster about to happen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it's like blowing up the little small things when Xander and Anya do not ha- did not have the same communication issues that Buffy and Riley had. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just hate the way that it's done for laughs. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's a weird part about it. And it's very it. out of place. And it happens a couple of times mm, as well. Yeah, yes, at least a, a two or three, yeah. 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 Um, Can we talk about the doll? What doll? Uh, Spike's doll. Oh, <laughs> the, ma- 
mannequin. The mannequin, yeah. His little yeah. buffy sex uh, doll. Spike is, a, Spike is kind of a creep in this episode. Like when, during that fight scene when he starts fighting her and he's like groping her yeah. almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, and something at the start where he, like, he comes right up to her and stares at her face mm. and she kind of looks at him like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, but it's so much is happening. She doesn't really have time to sort of process it, but he kind of runs towards her at yeah, the start. Yeah, he's sort of like, "Are you hello. okay?" or yeah. something? Or no, it's like, "Hello, Buffy." Like, <laughs> "Hello, Buffy." Yeah, it's very. He's like doing like an awkward, "Do you hate me?" kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, that little scene with him and his doll. And when he starts arguing with it, gets a yeah. and he smashes it. Yeah, he had an argument. In his head, and he actually lost the argument yeah. with himself. Uh, you often hear the, the adage, you know, it's okay to talk to yourself, but you shouldn't answer to yourself. <laughs> I, I actually don't think that's crazy. Like I don't if think you it answer is to either. yourself, I think it's when you argue with yourself mm. that that that's when something's really wrong. I think when you start arguing with yourself, and when he's yeah, but he's created this fake argument in his head. Yeah, yeah, and then starts. Throwing the chocolate. And, and it almost seems like he was just going to set up and do the whole thing again. Yeah, yeah. No, because he's he's practicing what he's going to say to Buffy. Yeah. Like he's practicing his apology. So that's what, is that what he was going to do when he sort of walked up to her? He was going to do that well, thing I don't, or something? Well, I don't think he was intending on seeing her at the time. I think he was going to make a deliberate trip with some chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> to actually <laughs> say, I'm really sorry hmm. um, and try to get in. Try to get back in her good books, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, but he's he's a real creeper in this one. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. And he just said that he was really groping her as she's as he's getting up, and he's like got his arms all around her, and she's mm. like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, she still seems to be clueless about it. You think or what? Like about his unwanted yeah. attention that he's giving her. Yeah, she is because she's also not particularly nice to him either. So. Mm. But he still keeps. He's still going to keep trying. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> he's persistent. Oh yeah. He's determined to get back in her good books. Um. Uh. Yeah. I also feel that opening sequence with Xander and Anya, where they're in bed and they're talking. Yeah. Did kind of like I don't know. Maybe I'm still a bit, still feeling a bit of rage towards <laughs> Xander from the previous episode. Mm-hmm. And it does kind of flow into this episode as well. Um, they're both a bit smug and judgy towards Buffy. Yeah, I, I yeah, noticed that. Yeah, how well they're doing and how shit she's going because yeah. they've got their shit together. Yeah. And and she hasn't, you know, so they're, yeah, they're looking then, down on her a little bit. Yeah, but then Anya's saying, you know, maybe there's something wrong with her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit nasty, isn't it? yeah. yeah. Mm. Because um, I'm still trying to, like, she has these very turbulent relationships, but I don't really think she's she has ever done anything outright wrong within these. Well, she hasn't cheated on him, has she? No. Yeah, so she hasn't, yeah, she hasn't really done anything to justify the breakups or what's happened to her. Probably just picking the wrong guys, I think, is, mm. is maybe if you want to put any fault on her, yeah, is that her choice selection maybe ain't the isn't the best. Mm. But then Riley seemed perfect at the start. You have to, you can't fault that. And mm. he did stick around when he, when he didn't have to. So, yeah. 
but it just uh, it just flooded out in the end. So I know probably, it's probably really no one's fault in the end when you think about it. I think it just sort of you know, a just lack sort of, of a lack of commun. They just weren't on the same page yeah. when communicating to each other. But, but they both have to do that, and they're both not doing that. Then it just flutters out. I think in mm. the end, and then that's where it ended. So and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> And your box of chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yes, but we do get a bit more Anya backstory. We find out how she became a vengeance demon. Yes, by the troll. Oh, so can we talk about the troll? Troll? We want to talk about the troll? Uh, Olaf. Olaf, yes. We can talk about Olaf. So I haven't – I think I may have seen something about that this episode because I know the actor – he used to be an ER. Is it the same? Yeah, actor yeah. He ER? used to be an ER. Yeah, yeah. But he was in another show that I really liked. Do you remember a show called Parker Lewis Can't Lose? Oh, is this going to be a down the rabbit hole? Uh, not really. No. Okay. All right. No. Yep. Oh, just Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Okay. Yep. So did, did you watch that show? Uh, no, I don't think I no. did. It was quite no. quite a wacky, off the wall type of show. You know, like you could almost say it was probably a precursor to shows like. Family Guy and um, those weird skit things with weird sound effects of like mm. Scooby, like you know, it was that type of show. Um, you know, set in a high school with the, the coolest guy in the world, Parker Lewis. But he wasn't, he wasn't a dick. He was likable. You, okay. you kind of feel like those shows, I could the guy could come off as a bit full of himself, but he he wasn't. He had like a nerd friend and a and a bad boyfriend, and uh, there was the guy, the bully, which was played by um, Abraham. Ben Rabai, uh, yeah, he was he was kind of the bully, but not really. And they every time he did something right, they would just give him a live fish, <laughs> a reward. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just remember that. Just thanks for your help, mate. And they would just give him a live fish. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, dead. Oh, dead oh, sorry, a dead rule. I just hold it up by its tail. Here you go. Like they have one on them to give to him. Like a seal. Yeah. Like a train yeah. seal. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That was a cool show. So I remember that actor from that. Okay. Um, but and I thought he was great in this. Yeah. The drunken child. Olaf. Baby, <laughs> baby eating <laughs> troll. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, he's, he's, yeah, he is a enjoyable one-off bad guy. So uh, I, but we are going to see him again. I think I know that for a fact. What makes you say that? Oh, yes, we, we will. Probably, yeah, yeah, I think it was a flashback or something. <laughs> yeah. Because I recognise the actor straight away. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's that guy. Yeah. And I could tell through the makeup it was the same character. Even though that, actually, we you mentioned um, a, a creature design before. Mm. Now, this was really good, this episode. Yeah, it looked, yeah. It looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all the budget went on this episode. Because <laughs> there's also some good uh, little magic effects that um, they had in here as well. Though. Yeah, yeah. We spared no expense. <laughs> Uh, and speaking of which, um, yeah, let's talk about Wellow, Willow. Wellow, Willow. Wellow. Let's talk about Willow. Willow. So um, she hasn't really been in the past three episodes. No, she hasn't, no. It's been very, very minimal. Very brief, Willow, yeah. Willow and Tara. Like, yeah. Like she really is a sidekick. <laughs> like, mm. There were no – so she probably had about ten minutes of – was it, one of the, was it the previous episode where she killed both vamps or something? Or? Yeah, so she'd sort of be in the opening sequence and then you'd barely see yeah. her hmm. throughout the rest of the episode. Yeah. Um. So it was nice to have a bit more Willow 
in the episode, but you see her being a bit more reckless with magic. She was using her magic a lot more in this episode. Like you saw her like floating multiple objects yeah. in the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, always got to love the using magic to fix magic. Yes, <laughs> yes. Trope. Yeah, yeah. And, and you would think by now that she would have learned her lesson when it comes to doing spells that your spells are very uh, emotion-centric. So if you're in a heightened state, so if you're angry and annoyed, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't be doing a spell because yeah. you need to have – you need to be – in control of your emotions when you're doing these spells. It was very reminiscent of, uh, well, I suppose not reminiscent because this did it first, the uh, mm. Doctor Strange movie, uh, The Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah, exactly. Where exactly. Yeah, he's doing he's doing the spell and telling him to shut up. Mm. It, it's at that point where you should, you should just stop what you're doing and start again, not continue on. I think that yeah, would be... Yeah, so, but I think what Willow had said was once she starts the spell, you can't really stop it. Yeah. Um, and then it was but then she t- she took the time to turn around and have an argument with with Anya while she was doing this. Well, well, she started doing the spell, and then Anya's like, "Have you finished yet? Have you finished?" Like Anya was being the annoying child. She was, yeah. She, she was, was deliberately being the annoying child in the back seat. But Willow should know better. She's the one contro- controlling everything. But Willow probably should have left the situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, and done the spell maybe elsewhere without uh, Anya. Over her shoulder, yeah. annoying her because, of course, that's going to throw off the spell. But Willow, she is super reckless and arrogant with her magic. Very reckless. Very bad witch. And a mangy little dog too. Uh, and she waits until um, Giles is gone before doing this spell as well. So that might tell you something about the fact that she knew it was perhaps going to be a very dangerous, delicate spell. Not to do it in front of Giles. And not to do it in front of Giles. Yeah. Because he probably would have been like, yeah, you're dealing with some pretty dangerous <laughs> forces mm. there. Yeah. And again, it was a, a wish spell that she did. Um, that Yeah, you would have thought she would have learned her lesson. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did the uh, spell go wrong? Uh, I think it was like her – so because she had started doing the spell and then before she could do her – the intent, because it was something – her lines were something along the lines of – I wish something or other. Um, she was like, Anya, what's on your mind? Yeah. You know, so the spell was what's on your mind uh, and to let it out. I think it was like to let it, just let it all out. Yeah. Let it be free of something about whatever it is that Anya's getting pissed off about. So she was thinking about him. Obviously. Well, it must be something that she's still pissed off about. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand years later, huh? Yeah. Hell have no fury like a woman scorned, apparently. Yeah. Um, because I think you do find out in that flashback that Anya was always the way that she is. It, <laughs> <laughs> like you think she's the way she is because she's she's an ex demon and she doesn't know how to be human, but she was also like that when she was human. Yeah. Okay. Which is nothing why, to do with the which demon. Is, which is why I say she is a coded autistic character. Yeah. Um that doesn't know how to interact. <laughs> um, she does not know how to do social interactions and is just rude. I think as Willow poignantly points out to her, you're so rude. Why do you have to be so rude all the time? Yeah. And, you know, maybe you should learn to act norm- more normal. <laughs> Oof. 
Whatever the hell that means. Or, yeah, you should have. You should be acting more human by now. Hmm. Like you need to. What is it? Assimilate. You should have assimilated by now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Again, with Buffy dealing with uh, Riley leaving, the only scene that really delves into it is the one with her and Dawn. Which one was that? It's at the start of the episode, and her like Dawn and Buffy are talking, and pretty much. Buffy is fully blaming herself. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Xander. Like, he, you gaslit her really well. Mm. Um, yeah. Because she was like, apparently it wasn't so sudden. It was gradual. According to everyone else but me. Yeah. <laughs> who saw it. Yeah. So, she's she's got a bit of guilt going on. Mm. And why the episode is called Triangle. Oh, why is it called Triangle? Um, hang on, let me try and work it out. Maybe the sort of love triangle between Xander and Olaf, maybe? Because mm. well, she used to date him. That's about all I got. <laughs> We're close? Well, I sort of thought it might have been the the Xander has to make a Sophie's choice. Oh, okay. Between, <laughs> between his best friend and his, his girlfriend. You'd have to pick your girlfriend, wouldn't you? Not well, I actually like the fact that within this show, whenever choice is discussed, yeah. <laughs> or whenever there's a choice that comes up, um, it's definitely a theme that runs through this show about making choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you there's know, an episode called Choices, wasn't it? Yes, no? yes, yep, yep. There is an episode called Choices, uh, and you know, we've already had a choice themed episode this season with uh, family. And the family you choose and the family you're given situation. Mm-hmm. And this time you have Xander having to be forced to choose between Anya and Willow. Uh, but he decides to not choose. Yep, he chooses. <laughs> he chooses to, to get die. the shit kicked out of him. Well, <laughs> he chooses death because he decides that it's not a world worth living in if he has to make a choice like that. That's um, very noble. Yes. Nice <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I think it is that little... And he did, by the way, he really did get the shit kicked out of him, oh, though, yeah. didn't he? Like, that yeah. was a real belting he copped. I don't think I've seen any character in the show cop a beating like he did. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like, people have been pushed over and knocked out, but he was continuously beaten Yeah. again... Smashed in the head, yeah. <laughs> or smashed in the face I repeatedly with a I hammer. He probably um, should be dead. I'd say. Yeah, I think he's. Uh, did he break his? He, yeah, he broke his hand. I think. Yeah, yeah. He, like he just when he when he didn't want to choose, he just snapped it in two. Yeah. So, but Buffy comes in and Buffy gets her therapeutic beatdown of the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, she uh, copped a bit of a belting too, didn't she? I think uh, a little bit, but I think she can handle. Well, she can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Some is of it? those kids in the bronze, were, like that scene in the bronze where they, is it the gantry or the mezzanine? Oh, yeah, the just mezzanine collapses, fully yeah. collapses. Yeah. And you got the kids hanging off the ceiling. Oh, and uh, um, Spike's like looking after that one girl. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, he was like, I didn't even have a lick of blood. <laughs> blood that's right. Because I knew you wouldn't like it. It's like, what do you want? To congratulate you for not killing her? And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want credit for not feeding off bleeding disaster victims? Yeah. Well, yeah. You're disgusting. So I just wanted to say that we saw the bronze. We haven't seen that in feels like ages. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen the bronze in. Yeah. I don't think. Have we seen it this season? I don't know. Thinking, I don't think so. Maybe. Someone tell us if it's been in this season. Uh, and they were playing pool. We had the what song was playing? Oh, um, the Dandy Warhols. Dandy Warhols, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had that playing. I haven't heard that song in a long, <laughs> long, long time. time. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I honestly don't think we've had the bronze in it this season, and we're like, this is episode eleven as well. Hmm. Um. But buff, but the college appeared like college. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. college. Buffy, We've been talking Buffy, about. Buffy we haven't... took a class. Yeah, <laughs> well, she turned up to college for five seconds. Yeah, and it seemed like she was been there the whole time. Like she just did a class. Like you'd think mm. you think you they probably wouldn't let you in the class even been for all year or something like yeah. that. So who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out. So she must have still. Well, as I said. Off screen, maybe she's maybe she's been doing it off screen. I guess. Well, as I said, like I think the past three episodes, uh, they're all back to back, so I don't really think much. Well, that could be a week, maybe, in those three episodes. Not even. Yeah, less. Yeah. Well, a few days. So then, I think so. there was like two, like um, one of the episodes is over like two days. Mm. Um. But yeah, not much time has no. passed. So even if she has taken that time off, but even prior prior to that, we haven't seen her at college. So yeah, yeah. But maybe it hadn't even started yet. No, oh, okay. Like it could have still been summer. Mm. So maybe it hadn't started. So and uh, finally, we ha- so we mentioned early early in the episode, Dawn overhearing the conversation between uh, Giles, Buffy, and her mother. So she knows now that she is the key or she knows that they know that there's something odd about her. What? Uh, Joyce? No, Dawn does. Oh, Dawn. No. So Dawn's only heard a very small section of that uh, yeah. conversation. So she knows that they're talking about her. I don't think she's – she doesn't really she, – she's not understanding yet. Yeah. Okay. Of so no big is. revelation there, was there? No, but I think it does – Play a part in the coming episodes. Okay. All right. Is that she starts getting suspicious? Okay. And sort trying to find out what it is. Okay. Well, we look forward to yeah. that then. Uh, but yeah, uh, Giles. Also, Giles going to the council. And you know how much we love the council. Yes, we love the council. Um. Not. So there might be some repercussions to going f- to. Mm. The council for help. Okay. Um, oh, dear. I thought we'd seen the last of those guys. No, oh, well. That might be the the next episode. I think I saw a thumbnail for that too. Yeah. I saw the guy from the Witches Council. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. him again. But it's oh. also a really good episode. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Um, All right, okay. Well, well, I'll, well I'll leave it for next week. All right, yeah. Eddie. Um, okay, so we've got... We've got uh, so that's, that's it for me and my notes, Eddie. All right, um... Oh, have you seen this episode? Uh, no, I haven't seen this episode, but as I mentioned earlier, I'd uh, I'd seen that actor who played, who was in, was in Olaf. Parker Lewis. Olaf, yep. yeah. Uh, so I, rec- I recognise him from that scene when I, I saw the flashback. So when I saw the character, I'm like, oh, that must be him again. 
Yeah. So I knew exactly who he was. <laughs> so he's because <laughs> yeah. he was he, he must be Anya's old boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um. And what rabbit hole did you go down? Uh, a little rabbit hole. Do you know what a wimple is, Eddie? It's what a nun wears around her head. <laughs> yes, it's an over-covering part of the nun's habit. Yes. So I went down a rabbit hole of nuns, Eddie. Oh dear. <laughs> it's, it's not as bad as it sounds, and I didn't have to make it sound like it did. So. Remember you used to see nuns? You don't see nuns anymore? Because there's not that many around. Uh, apparently in America at this point in time, 1% of nuns are under the age of what, Eddie? Hmm. 70? What? No, 40. 40. The okay. average age of nuns, Eddie. Oh, sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah, I said, I said 1% of nuns are under the age of 40. The average age of nuns is... 60? 80. Oh, okay. Yeah. If that's the average age, so that's like a lot of in the 90s, a lot in the 70s. And uh, yeah, it just seems like it's going to be something that we'll see virtually none (laughs) (laughs) in our lifetime. At this stage, there's about 40,000 nuns in the States and in 20 years, I reckon it'll go down to 1,000. Yeah. So, hmm. I can't. There'd be like 20 in each state if you were to average it out in 50 states. Uh, I don't know how many there are in Australia. I've I've rarely seen nuns. um, I think the last time I saw nuns was when I was in Italy. Hmm. But even that gown that they wear, um, they haven't haven't meant to wear that since like the 70s. Mm. It's optional to wear the the garments and stuff. They don't actually have to wear that. Yeah. Uh, It probably doesn't also help that um, they can be priests as well. So it's almost like, what well, would you become a nun? Yeah, <laughs> you can also and go to the higher and, rank, and uh, and you also get paid better. Yeah, like, I don't think you get paid to be a nun. No, no, yeah. I mean, I'm not religious at all, but it's kind of sad to see a tradition like that to sort of wither out and die. I suppose not at- really. It's one of those traditions where I'm I would be quite happy for it to wither out and. And why is die. that? I don't know. The history of nuns is almost just as bad as. Catholic priests. Well, yeah, well, it's more them they being victims, in, but not, then but no, the but perpetrators. Turns, they like what well, you've never heard of nuns beating and abusing oh, yeah, children. Yeah. Well, that teaches you to do that too. So you know, <laughs> uh, that was the thing is that they were the teachers at the time, and yeah. that, that was how you you pun like yeah you severely punished mm. and abused yeah, children to teach mm. them. Um, yeah, so. Uh, but I think uh, in this day and age, there's more options for people. Like a lot of women probably joined nuns because you were given food and board. Mm. Um, you also could get away from forced marriages. Yeah. <laughs> that was another option apparently a lot of people had. And I was reading lots of comments of people talking about nuns and everyone. a lot of people had good stories. I'll be honest with you, a lot of people that said they knew this nun that, that she was the most beautiful person and she was so... Uh, uh, warming and just a nice person to be around and you know, helping with charities and stuff like that. So if you think thinking those people aren't going to be around as much and maybe that, you know, it's, it's kind of a sad thing if they're not going to be around anymore. So I think that sort of charity work and stuff that nuns used to do, it's all been replaced by... My Salvation Army and stuff well, like that? Well, yeah, by different, like by people who are still sweet and nice. They're just not Mm. super religious. Okay, that's fair enough. I don't think being attached to a religion necessarily means... You're a nice person. You're a nice person. Or not a nice person. That's that's a fair statement. 
Of course, I'm all bringing this up because of the opening scene where you, Buffy saves a nun. Yeah. Oh, look. I don't, and probably uh, the hottest nun I've seen in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't even have. Um, I don't. There's. There's no monasteries around anymore. Yeah, they're, they're closing down in droves. Yeah, like all oh, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, monasteries. Like from watching the few nuns that are in their 30s and stuff like that, a lot of them are using social media. A lot of them don't wear all that, that garment. Like I said, they haven't had to wear that stuff since the 70s apparently. So um, some do, but most don't. Um, so, uh, yeah, nuns. Not too many of them around anymore. And that's about it for me for my <laughs> little rabbit hole. <laughs> That's just something you never think about much, but it's just seeing the nun at the start and just wearing a traditional, or any of those garments, really. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Eddie, uh, that's it for me. You want to get into question time? Yeah. Answer the question. All right, Jared. Let's get started. Yes, let's get started, shall we? All right. Which character was your favourite? I loved Olaf. Yeah, I have Olaf. Olaf the troll and his, what is it, his his baby eating. Me drinking baby eating. (laughs) (laughs) Holy well, come on. The guy just wants to drink drink ale and 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 eat eat babies babies. because they're delicious. They are delicious. Chris Evans can do it, but he can't. What? You know, in Snowpiercer? Oh, right. Yeah. He <laughs> does the whole... I thought this was some scandal that I hadn't heard about. <laughs> he it's knows not... what babies taste like. He knows yeah. like... <laughs> oh, no. But no, no, I think he says babies taste the best. <laughs> I think oh. that was the line. Yo. Yeah. Uh, which character do you love to hate? I think Anya was getting on my nerves a little bit this episode. Yeah. Needs to uh, shut up sometimes. <laughs> Same with you? Uh, no, because I, I actually think Anya, Anya has a few quite funny moments in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm still holding on to the Xander. Oh, okay, all right. My Xander rage from from pre- the previous episode I haven't quite let it go. Mm. I'm just gonna hang on to that. Okay, yeah, it. hold on to it. Yep. Yeah, it's what you do best. <laughs> Hold, I hold a grudge for yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'll, I'll get over it eventually. but Eventually, yeah. Like season seven. <laughs> uh, all right. LOL moment. Uh, so that when Olaf's in the bronze and uh, when he screams out, you there, do you know where I get some babies? And Spike's, uh, Spike like looks at Zan and says, uh, what do you think, the hospital? Yes, <laughs> that is... <laughs> I, I audibly laugh out loud yeah. at that moment. Yes. He's like, no, I'm done. Let's just help him get him out. Let's just get him as far I, away from us as it's possible. It's just the way that he looks at Xander like so nonchalant. Like it's just this amazing comic timing. It is, yeah, yeah. Of like it, it doesn't even click to him not to send the, yeah. <laughs> the, the troll to the hospital to eat the babies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, as I said, it's, a, it's the same one for me. Oh, okay. So, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. Favourite fight scene? Well, when Olaf was at the magic shop, it got pretty intense there. Him beating the crap out of Xander was, yeah. wasn't really a fight. It was more of a belting. No, it was, yeah. But he really did it cop almost it, a, almost a torture session. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty much a torture session. Yeah. And um, then Buffy comes in and they have a bit of pretty good fight, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, it takes all of them to beat him because uh, they have to get the hammer off him. Did that actually work or they thought it did but it didn't or something? Yeah, yeah, they managed – like Willow managed to get the hammer off him and then they managed to get him back in the – Right, yes, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. They end up knocking him unconscious. Okay, right. And then she sends him to the land of trolls or – Shrimp. Possi- or uh, – Or <laughs> no shrimp, I don't it? know, just some other dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the one land without shrimp that, that that's Maybe the one up. where Hitler cured AIDS or something. Yes. <laughs> Or the one where they pronounce Parmesian, Parmesan, Parmesium. Is it Parmesian? Is that what it was? Yeah, Parmesian. Parmesium. Or Parmesan. What's been up? What Parmesan was it? Parmesian. Parmesian. Parmesan. Parmesian. 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 Yeah, my favourite fight scene. Like, I actually think the fight scene within the bronze is, it's really brutal. Mm. (laughs) Like, I think some people died in that, uh. In that accident. Oh, when the, the mezzanine floor collapsed, yeah. possibly, yeah. 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 Um, probably one of the worst incidents that we've seen on the show where multiple people have been. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. One of the worst. Not the worst, but there's still graduation day part two. That's where a lot of people uh, die. Well, this season, I'd mm. say, yeah. Yeah. Well, gosh. Okay. Uh, Favourite scene. So Olaf's smashing down the kegs, <laughs> picking them up like cans, <laughs> and just drinking them. Yeah, yeah. Expecting him just to crush a keg on his head as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I have to go the one-sided apology argument that uh, Spike has with his mannequin. <laughs> uh, what is your least favourite scene? Uh, Dawn overhearing the conversation about herself. Yes. Uh, any scene where Buffy's grief is pretty much turned into a joke? Yeah. Yeah. That's acceptable. Uh, Favourite quote? Uh, mine's from Spike. Uh, in, in his response to being asked to fight the troll, he's like, yeah, I could do that, but I'm paralysed with not caring very much. <laughs> yeah, my, my favourite quote is... Uh, Buffy to Giles where she's like, don't talk about the books again. You get all, you get all, and and sometimes there's drool. (laughs) Okay, what? (laughs) Did you say say that right? Yeah, sometimes there's, and there's drool. Is that it? Yeah, I think she does sort of this look on on her face. Oh, okay, right. I can't really do it through (laughs) Um, Yeah, when he's talking about going back to the Watchers Council. Yeah. Facilities. Wonder how all that goes. And he starts talking about the li- library, and that's when she's like, "Don't talk about the books again. You get all." And then, oh, was it more drawn. aroused or something? She was saying, <laughs> "Is that what she was saying? You get all was it aroused?" She yeah, was implying, I, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Next second, sometimes there's drool. Yeah. I, all right. Okay. <laughs> that, now I get it. I just didn't understand it. Okay. Okay. Uh, who gets the wooden spoon? I gave it to Buffy. Is there a reason, <laughs> is there a reason why you gave oh, it to Oh, you know, women with their emotions. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, was a, that was a bit annoying, that. Yeah. Mm. Well, I gave it to Anya. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, talking through a spell. Not a good move. Not mm. a good move. Like being deliberately annoying... While Willow's doing mm. a volatile spell. Not a great plan. No. Um, 
you deserve to get your shop all uh, destroyed for that. <laughs> yep. That's well, it's not her shop, though. Oh, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, who's the MVP of this episode? Well, I gave it to Xander for his at the end. All right. So he took an absolute belting. He could have got out of that situation, but he just kept coming back. He couldn't have done the whole, like what Sophie does, like going, Anya, it's Anya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they made fun of that. In I could have sworn he said, I'm like this all day. <laughs> what, eating babies? No. All right. Your MVP? Um, I'm going to give it to Spike for not sampling all the lovely blood-covered people. Um, not even a taste, not even a lick, because he knew Buffy wouldn't like it. Okay. Well, I think he deserves it. Well done, Spike. <laughs> MVP. Yeah. Uh, MVV, maybe. <laughs> MVV. MVV, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you rate this episode out of 10 using something from the episode? I gave it five babies by eaten by a troll. I went six out of 10 nuns wimples. Oh, nice. Those poor nuns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about nuns anymore. All right, I'm done with that. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add? In Eddie, I think it's about time to wrap this up, I think. Yeah, let's go and wrap this up. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us tonight. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. And I'm Edwina. And if you want to find us, congratulations. Uh, You can find us on TikTok, YouTube and Twitter. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, please follow the link tree in the socials to the merch store. Yeah, share, like, subscribe, drop a comment. And we'll give a respond. Or not. Maybe. Yes, we will. Till next time. Take care. Bye. Bye. credit for not feeding off bleeding disaster victims? Well, yeah. You're disgusting. <laughs>